0: Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and go, oh, thank God for that. It is not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you. It is also me. Let's talk today about making mistakes. Um, Thank you to Leanne for messaging me today to say, Tony, I went to listen to Mother's Pride episode 137, I think. And she said, and actually, it's the same as the episode Show Me the Way, 136. And she said, oh, it's probably me being a Wally on Spotify. And I thought, no, that's you being very gracious, because if there's a mistake, there must be a mistake. I definitely don't think it's user error on her part. And um, she was right. So I had accidentally uploaded the same track two days in a row despite having recorded two different episodes. Um, I have since fixed that. It might take, I don't know, a few hours for it to move down the pipe but I was just really grateful that, um, well I'm always grateful to know people are actually listening, but it was um, lovely for Leanne to actually take the time and say Hello, there is a mistake on here. And we all make mistakes. To err is human. Isn't that right? Now, there are mistakes that we make which are purely accidental, like that one. There are also things we do that we know are a mistake and they could actually be become an act of self-sabotage. And and I'll give you an example of that. I've got such a painful spot on my left temple. Oh my God, I cannot tell. It's so painful. But did I leave it alone? No, I did not. I went at it last night and it hurts even more today. And it has left me with a lovely raised area on my temple. When will I ever learn? when will I ever learn? Um, and <laughs> the topic of self-sabotage and making mistakes Um, came back up for me yesterday, um, aside from sabotaging my face, because I was listening to the Development by David podcast, in which it's the episode in which he speaks to Adam Lane Smith. So he's a retired psychotherapist who is now an attachment specialist. And attachment is something, attachment theory, is something that I'm really interested in. And, um, I'll put a link to David's episode in the show notes. Also, listen to Blind Boy um, podcast. He has done a ton of episodes on attachment theory. Really interesting. And it reminds me of when I did my A-level psychology, we looked a bit at the work of Bowlby and how those earliest relationships that you have um, inform how you relate to others. And um, flippin' neck. I mean, if you want some reading on the power of parents um, to shape their children, definitely have a read on attachment theory. And um, listening to the conversation between David and Adam, there were moments where I went, oh my God, oh my God, that is me. And there, is, there are four different, um, I think, accepted um, theories of attachment. Uh, there were three, and you know, others there's four have been added. You've got like Secure. Um, and then you've got... Um, anxious, which is sometimes called anxious avoidant. And that's where I went, oh my God, there I am. And people who are anxious avoidant or anxious in their attachment, um, when they are an adult, this can manifest itself in overthinking things, worrying, reading too much into the smallest message, conversation, um, and it can lead to self-sabotage. And I absolutely recognise myself in that because there have been times where I almost felt paralysed over replying to a message. Oh my God, if I put this, what, what will they think? If I put that, then they might do this or say this or think this. And that is born out or comes from things like um, parents who are unpredictable in their behaviour or if you have experienced the death of a parent when you were very young, um, tick and also tick. Um, and I think if if you were getting really like, you know, psychotherapist about it, you'd be saying, um You you fear that the person that you have the strongest attachment with will leave you by dying. Now, if you're worried about sending a message to your boss, I don't think you're thinking, oh, they might die and leave me. Um, But there is definitely many, many times where I have um, worried myself stupid about the smallest things or overblown what might come from a disagreement. Um, But we know that one dishwasher uh, disagreement does not make a divorce. But if I was being 100% honest, there have been times in my adult life where I've thought, oh my God, oh my God, if I don't do everything perfectly, um, I'm going to be on my own. And that is not only irrational, it is also untrue. But it's in that Kind of thinking that we can end up self sabotaging. So you become such a nightmare to live with that you do end up by yourself. But I've done a lot of work over the years to help me acknowledge when I'm getting into that place and kind of give myself a good talking to to know that you can just relax. It's okay. It's the Little things every day, being reliable, being calm, not freaking out because someone took 10 minutes to reply, even though you can see that they're online. Um, And I think um, some people might go, oh, bit navel gazing, but Uh, certainly in my case, I always knew, I knew that I had some work to do. And I'm really glad to, well, right now we have got access to so much resource that can help us understand ourselves better um, and figure out some of the little things that might be niggling away at us. So I do recommend you give that episode of David's podcast a listen. I'll put a link in the show notes. I will also go find a Blind Boy episode that I think you'll find interesting. And um, I guess I wanted to say it's 100% possible to listen to something like that go, oh God, I definitely have anxious attachment tendencies, but you don't have to reenact them all the time. You don't have to um, say, well, yes, that sounds like me and therefore... I will always be like that. It is one hundred percent possible to um, kind of acknowledge it, accept it, and then work to address some of the um, underlying reasons and the the problems that it causes you. <laughs> so, partly for me, it's like just relax for a minute. It's okay. Not everything is an emergency. But as you'll know, if you've listened to some of my previous episodes and this kind of ties into um, why I made some really significant changes probably like five years ago now, four or five years ago, was that the um, pressure I was under, under to respond in a this is an emergency way that, that had gone on for decades was pushing me into that anxious attachment behavior outside of my family relationships and that is no good and that then becomes self-sabotage so a powerful thing for me to do is to think about what relationships do I actually need in my life um how do they um impact the relationships I have with the people who are most important to me my children and my husband and what can I do about it so um Even if you're like 55 and you go, holy shit, I've just realised that, yeah, this is actually a problem for me. You can definitely do something about it. So what do I hope for you? I hope you don't get a massive spot. Um, I hope that if you do get a massive spot, you don't make the mistake of prodding away at it because that is self-sabotage. I also hope that you found this episode interesting. If you know someone that you think might benefit from hearing this or might go, oh God, yes, that feels like me, uh, might find find themselves here, then please give it a share. And if you find any more mistakes in any of these episodes, also let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And thank you for your support. I'll be back with you tomorrow.